I recently received an email in my inbox asking me to fill the Ziploc baggie in my son's backpack with dirt from the backyard. Please do not send store-bought dirt, the email instructed me. The kids apparently are looking at dirt under magnifying glasses. And over breakfast on the morning of the bag filling, my kids hypothesized what might be in our own special backyard dirt in addition to dirt. Wood chips, rocks, sticks, seeds, leaves, worms, these all made the list. I cut off the discussion just as they were remembering that we have three dogs. (laughs) Dirt is made up of a lot of stuff, as I'm sure Chuck could tell you when he has his geologist hat on. Any parent who does laundry in Georgia can tell you that Georgia dirt has a very specific color that does not wash out of white soccer uniforms without a fight. That is iron oxide in the clay. Gardeners like that clay about as much as launderers do. But gardeners do like the rich, dark soil that comes from composting, made up of eggshells and celery ends and potato peels and coffee grounds, all rotted down into that rich, planting substance. On Ash Wednesday, we are forced by our liturgy to recognize our dirtness. We profess that we are dust, which is a lighter, airier term for dirt, and that we profess that we will return to it. This dirt and dust is made very real around here every time we bury someone in our cemetery outside. The hole in the dirt with its strata of clay and soil amendments is the returning place for the ashes that we leave behind when we leave this part of our journey. We very literally return the dust of our ashes of our mortal bodies into the dirt below our feet. The idea on this day that we are dust is meant to remind us that we are insignificant. We are as common as dirt and as ubiquitous. We are earthy and earthly, not yet made of heavenly stuff. That we are and will return to dirt is not intended to be a hopeful statement, but a reminder on this penitential day, that we are not God. We are mortal. Our power is limited. But my recent thoughts and discussions about dirt have taken me somewhere else this year. We are dirt. There's no way to argue that. In the opening days of creation, our Bible tells us God created us out of dirt. We were lovingly created, holy and blessed out of the materials that God had on hand. But this all-knowing and all-powerful God could have created us out of anything. Titanium, gold, steel, diamond, chocolate. But in God's wisdom, it was dirt, common, ubiquitous, purposeful, useful, 
I can't help but believe there is a reason that our biblical story has us coming from the stuff of the ground. And I keep coming back to this. Much like dirt, we are each one of us a complicated mixture of all kinds of things. We have influences and emotions and histories and relationships that grain by grain and molecule by molecule make up who we are. We are made up of iron oxide, some of us, and coffee grounds. We are leaf litter and worms. We are, some of us, so hard-packed, bone-dry, and chicken-scratched by life's abuse that it is hard to dig down and see what we are made of. Others who have had the chance to cultivate and nurture themselves might find that the dirt they are made of is good for all kinds of things. Some of what we are made of, what makes us, is good and rich and strong. Some of it is hurtful, damaged, damaging. We are none of us homogenous. But like the dirt from which we come and to which we will return, we are complicated and layered, constantly being added to and just as constantly being used up. Today is the first day of Lent. We often talk around here about Lent as a time for reflection and introspection, about laying ourselves bare to our own scrutiny, about figuring out those things that are disrupting our spiritual lives and getting in the way of a fulfilling relationship with a God that is always reaching out for us. What if, as a part of this introspective work, we are taking a good look at our own dirt? Just as my first grader used his magnifying glass on the dirt from the backyard, what if we use the magnifying glass of Lent to take a close look at what we are made of, to sift through and figure out what needs to be nurtured and what needs to be scooped out? And what if while we figure out what we are made of, we also take a hard look at what we are doing with this composite self? Are we preparing ourselves for growth? Are we adding to our own dirt those things which will nurture and grow ourselves and those around us? Are we feeling and acting barren, hopeless, nutrient-free? We are what God made us, mixed with what we have added, and we are wholly prepared for something. Something. What will it be? We are dirt. But not just on Ash Wednesday, every day. And while I hesitate on this day in particular to rescue us from that low, heavy feeling of admitting our dirtness, our complicity, and our sinfulness, I do believe that we can benefit from better understanding what it means to be of dust and returning to dust. Not frightening or depressing, just another part of who and how God created us to be. Because anyone who has been to an Episcopal burial knows that as the dust of our mortal bodies, 
meets the common and holy dirt of the ground, we make our song, a song that we are not to sing in Lent, a song we sing instead with the saints and angels, a song reserved for the heady, heavenly days of Easter, when the complex, earthly dirt of who we are is traded for the heavenly incorporality of who we were created to be. And even at the grave, we make that song. Amen.